and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Ben. Guys, this is part two of my interview with Karen. So let's take a moment out and let's get back into it. Here's something else. Entertainment. Love, love, love entertainment. And right. I we all do. We movies. all do. And sometimes, you know, it's easy to go to Redbox, pop in the five bucks, whatever it is. But listen, I don't know if you know this, but most uh, public libraries offer DVDs. They right, they do movies. that you can borrow. You can just borrow. They don't charge you anything. If you, and you can sign up for a library membership. It's free. And then you can check out, you know, here where I live, I can check out eight movies in a pop. So look at different ways that you can save a few bucks here and there. And I will say this, some people are overspending in their rent. Uh, Let me just say this, look at your pay. Uh, your, your rents or mortgage should not be in, more than 30 to 35% of your pay. Okay. So here's the thing, because okay. I live in New York city, love New York city. <laughs> love it. So, love it. And most of the time, I mean, we, we just had an article in the times where we've actually said that. For the first time in about a decade or a couple of decades, the rent for a two-bedroom apartment in the city has gone under $3,000 per month. Okay. So with you saying, okay, it's supposed to be 30% of your income, like that's kind of, I guess right now that's kind of hard to find. How do we How do we manage something like that, even with a roommate? Because I'm saying, okay, even with two people paying equally, that's still $1,500 per month. Correct. What we we need to do is, first of all, well, New York City, love it. Oh, God, do I love that city. Um, But you've got to look and see, because if you're you're taking home $5,000 a month, $6,000 a month, and your rent is $3,000 a month, that's going to make it very challenging. I mean, you're talking half of your pay. So whether you need to find a roommate, whether you need to get two roommates, and sometimes, you know, people need to look at a smaller apartment. They may have to look at a, a different part of the city. And I get it. There are sketchy places. Uh, that you don't want to live in. And obviously the rent's going to be cheaper. So, you know, you you almost have to be an investigator. You almost have to really navigate whether it's on Craigslist or, you know, the newspaper or, uh, you know, Facebook or what, wherever it is you're looking. You definitely want to be in a, in a, you know, a safe place, especially female. I know, you know, we have our, our weapons and that kind of thing, but you know, I would not want to live in a large city uh, in a sketchy area where I'm, you know, in an apartment by myself necessarily uh, in, you know, in an area that may be deemed unsafe. So you almost have to look, you almost have to get a roommate or two, even it's 
even if it is for a brief period of time. And if you're looking for a roommate, it, you know, obviously you would, it would be better to have a roommate that you know, rather than going on some of these websites and just, you know, looking for a roommate and you don't know their background, you don't know anything about them. Right, Never right. The room with a friend, someone that you know. Uh, I definitely want to put that out there. So that that's an excellent question, Queen Pen. I'm just thinking you, you've got to really investigate. And, and above all things, you really want to be safe. So uh, especially in the times in which we live. Right, you know? right. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, I have a question. What okay. is one thing that we can all do to look at our finances right now and say, hey, you know what? What can I cut down? What, 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 how do, how do we begin to do that? How do we begin to say, okay, this can be cut out of my budget? Okay. That's a great question. Well, first of all, look and see where are you spending your money? Do you go out to eat all the time? Now, listen, I'm not going to shoot anybody here. I love to go out to eat too, but I've coached people that you know, they go out to eat two and three times a week. Listen, that'll really hurt your pocket. That will really hurt your purse. Uh, because when you go out to eat, that that's more expensive than if you're cooking at home or preparing something at home. So I'm not going to say that you can't go out to eat, but can you, you know, you, you, you know, if you can't change your rent and you can't change your mortgage, you got to look at the things that you can change. You know, you're, what can you cut out? How much are you eating out? Are you, you know, how much are you cooking at home? You know, $50 a week per person in the house is a good way of looking at for food. So it, my husband and I, right, our food budget, it's $50 for each of us. So that's $100 a week. So it's $400 a month. Now, that doesn't mean it can't be adjusted at times, but we make our purchases uh, and we can still eat, eat out on that. So that's a good rule of thumb, $50 per week for right. food for however many are in the house. Okay. Now, now that's with groceries, that's with drive-through, that's with eating out, that's, that's all of it. Um, so you can change that a little bit. Can you look at it and think, okay, I don't need to eat out two or three times a week. I, instead of doing that, I'm going to eat out once a month, you know, as a treat or what have you. Coffee. How often do you get that specialty coffee at a drive-thru? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying to completely cut it out. Look at how many times you're doing that. Can you do it once a week? Can you do it once a month? That'll also help. Utility, what else can you cut out? Are you going to the gym? Can you cut that out? Um, food is a big thing that you can adjust, right? Utilities. Do you need to have the heat on at 70 degrees when you leave your apartment or your house? Listen, you can turn that down by two or three degrees while you're not there in your home, when you go to work, if you're going to be gone for eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, that's eight, nine or 10 hours that, 
that heat doesn't need to be at 70 degrees. Cut it down to 60 while you're gone. That'll help eliminate that heat bill somewhat. And then when you come back home, pop it back up, it'll take about an hour for that to adjust. But that you're talking eight, nine, 10 hours that you're not in your home, that you, you don't need to have that. Um, electric, listen, I know that might not sound like a big deal. If you're not in the room, it, it, you know, <laughs> when, when my husband and I yeah. got married, he would go from room to room, have the lights on, and we're in one room. And I'm like, why are the lights on in these other rooms? <laughs> we're not in those other rooms. Right, right. You can only live in one room at a time. Right. I mean, unless you know some sort of teleportation or you're cloning yourself. And even if you are, you're, you, your clone is in one room while you're in the other. That's right. <laughs> Something else. Check your direct TV or check your, your cable. You can negotiate with these people. You can negotiate. I know some people, they don't even have that anymore. They just have the stick now, you know, the, the Roku or, or the right, little right, the stick right. that they use. Uh, that's something else to consider. How often do you go on your phone and buy things with the click of your thumb on Amazon? Hey, listen, I'm not against Amazon, but how often do you go on those sites? And before you know it, you've spent 50 bucks. You've spent a hundred bucks because it's so easy. Right. I just, I just did actually guys, if you go back to the, uh, what the stream episode i just did an episode on the extra streaming uh services there you go there you go you so you can save a lot of money with that and if you are a shopper i'm not against that love shopping stop using the credit card because most credit cards are going to have some kind of interest on it when you go to make a purchase unless you pay that credit card off, that balance every month, use cash because that's going to help you eliminate putting more items on that credit card, which you're going to have to pay interest on. And that's taking money out of your pocket as well. And so I, I do want to ask this because I happen to know there is a member of the clan and, and, and I know normally since you, you haven't really listened to the show, you know, I call them the fam clan, whether they're family or not, or if I've adopted them along the way. Um, <laughs> but I have a member of the clan that I am always telling, stop buying stuff. They kind of do retail therapy. And unfortunately they may not wait until they have the money to buy it so they're buying it on credit cards and then having to kind of rob peter to pay paul when they get paid because now they're automatically trying to take the money out before you know any fees hit and it's a constant juggling situation right that person i'm assuming they're not married no they are not they need an accountability partner. Let me say this, if you're married uh, and you're like the couple that I spoke about where she had credit cards he didn't know about and he had credit cards she didn't know about, you need to be, communication is key. So if you're married, both 
husband and wife or you know whoever your mate is you need to be straight up honest with each other uh, now <clears throat> if you're not married an accountability partner is so very important and when I say accountability partner, Queen Pen, I don't mean the kind of accountability partner where I go in and try on a pair of shoes and my accountability partner is, is with me. And I say, oh, what do you think about these shoes? I would really love to buy these shoes. And, and my accountability partner says, oh, those look great. You ought to get those pair and get five more. No, 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 no. That's not accountability. That's, <laughs> that's not that's, accountability. That's, that is kind of a codependent. <laughs> You need an accountability partner that's going to speak truth to you, but be kind at the same time. You want an accountability partner that's going to say, you know what, those shoes look great on you, but I don't think that you should buy them this month. Let's revisit right. that next month. You know, they have to be able to speak truth to you. Uh, and, and it has to be somebody that you are okay with sharing your financial situation with. It has to be somebody really trustworthy that's not going to air out or, you know, expose anything. Uh, you know, it has to be somebody you can trust. So right. that's something right there. But it has to be somebody... Uh, that's not only trustworthy, but that's going to be, that's going to speak truth to you in love. Okay. They love you enough to tell you the truth. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I think that's part of the thing is that some people don't want that accountability. Well, and, and then they're not, you know, my thoughts are on that is, you know, they don't want that accountability. Therefore they, they're, they don't want to change. Therefore, until they are in, and this is a terrible thing, but I'm sorry. They're, they're probably not going to change until something really drastic happens. Right, right. Because if they like the fact that they're, sh they're shopping and spending however they want, and then they have to rob Peter to pay Paul, they're not going to change until they want to change. Just like that young man with coffee, you know, he was willing to make the adjustments. He wanted to make the adjustments. So it doesn't matter if this person, this young lady, you know, we're speaking of, if I coached her, she's, you know, even if I said, well, this is what you need to do. She's probably not going to do it because she, she doesn't want to. Right, <laughs> and right, that's where coaching right. comes in. You have to be willing to make adjustments in your situation to get out of debt. You have to be willing to make adjustments in your, in your, you know, your financial situation to, to, you know, create a budget that's uh, more meaningful, where you can put more money in the bank. Listen, I can't do it for you. I wish I could. I could help a lot of people. Uh, but you have to be willing. You have to be the, the one who engages in the process. There may be people listening right now that are thinking, yeah, I, I need to, I need to make adjustments. I need to look at my finances and you know, gear it into shape. And you'll probably make those adjustments and you'll be ones that really win with money and get out of debt. You'll demolish debt, you'll build wealth. But there may be others, others listening right now saying, well, yeah, Karen's saying a good game, Queen Pen, but I don't want to change my ways. Okay, you, right, you don't right. want to change your ways, you're probably not going to. <laughs> 
Well, the one thing I have to say that I appreciate about you, Karen, is that guess what? You are not the financial Nazi because I'll be very (laughs) honest. When I think of a financial advisor, it's like slap the hand. No, you can't have that. No, you can't do this. Cut down on that. It's like, okay, no, but I need to eat. Can I have more than bread and water? You know? (laughs) So I appreciate that you are definitely saying, hey, you know what? If you want to do this, the ball is in your court. I'm willing to help, but you know, it's up to you. You have to be willing to make the changes. If you're not willing to make the changes here, let's see where we can make them. And, and I think that's, that's a whole huge difference here is that, like I said, you're not, you're not saying, you know what, hand me every receipt you've ever had since birth and let's go over this. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, people, you know, people just don't like to change. And so I can't, I mean, I could come in and say, no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't. But ultimately, you're the one who has the decision-making power. You're the one who gets paid. You're the one who pays your bills. You're the one who's shopping. And so I, I, you know, a lot of times with the other pair of eyes, my eyes coming in, looking at your financial situation, I can see where you need to make the adjustments. But where the win, W-I-N, comes in is if, I mean, I see it. I see where you need to make the adjustments. I see it, but I, I want you, it, by me asking poignant questions and exposing things in a particular way, that young man had no idea he was spending 250 to $300 a month on coffee. But my eyes, I point things out. I get in there. I'm, I'm the one who has the magnifying glass. I'm the one who has the laser pointer and I'm simply magnifying things to you or taking that laser pointer. So you see it more clearly. And then ultimately what, what is a great win for me is when the person that I'm coaching sees it and then they have an aha moment. And they say, oh my God, I had no idea I was spending $600 a month on groceries and eating out. And I'm just one person. You know, I coached a couple one time and I know we're cutting on time, but I really want to share this if that's okay with you. This this couple were just so marvelous. Uh, He had a great paying job. He worked Monday through Friday. She she was a nurse. She worked, you know, five days a week and they had a little three-year-old daughter. And so I met with them and and, um, went through all the questions to see exactly their incomes were great. Nurses make a lot of money, okay? So, you know, their incomes were great. And, you know, they had their house, all their, all their bills. And I thought, man, where's all this money going? So I said, okay. I said, um, who does the cooking in the house? And she said, well, we both kind of do it here and there. And I, and I thought to myself, hmm, I think I'm, I'm hitting something here in my mind. And I said, okay. I said, how often do you go to the grocery store? And they said, well, we go to the grocery store about every two or three days to pick up what we need. I said, oh, okay. I said, uh, how much does that cost you every two or three days? 
And she said, and they, they said how much it was. I said, okay, so you all don't do meal planning? And, and they said, no. And I said, oh, okay. And I said, um, do y'all ever go out to eat at a restaurant? Oh, yeah, we go. I said, oh, okay, great. Um, how often do you go out to eat in a restaurant? Oh, a couple of times a week. Oh, I said, oh, okay. So, uh, how much that cost you? Write that down. I said, okay. I said, uh, do you all brown bag your, your lunch when you go to work or, or what do you do? He said, no, I eat in the cafeteria there at work every day. And I said, Oh, okay. How much does that cost you? And then I looked at her and she said, no, she said, I eat in the cafeteria there at the hospital, you know, every day. I said, Oh, okay. How much does that cost you? Long story short. And of course a three-year-old, how much is a three-year-old going to eat? Right? So between this husband, wife, and three-year-old groceries and eating out, they were spending $1,500 a month. And I said, and they had no idea, no idea. And so they had an aha moment and they both looked at me and they said, oh my God, we don't want to keep doing that. That's $1,500 a month. That's over 7,000. That's over, that's, that's over $12,000 a year. And Whoa. so they decided, I said, okay, so let me just, I said, are you willing to start brown bagging your lunch to work? They both said, yeah. I said, what if you ate in the cafeteria every Friday into the work week? They both said, yeah. And I said, now, do you want to change? Uh, you know, you're eating out at a restaurant twice a week. They both said, oh, yeah. And I said, okay, what are you willing to do? They said, well, we'll just eat out in a restaurant once or twice a month. I said, okay. I said, now the last thing is you go into the grocery store. I said, you're going to the grocery store, you know, every two or three days. I said, um, what do you think about meal planning? Neither one of them had heard of it. They had no idea what I was talking about. And I said, well, that's okay. I said, cause I'm not going to shame anybody. Listen, if you haven't been taught it, what what if I came in and shamed you? That's not going to do you any good. Right, this right. Is, this is a teaching moment. So I just said, well, this is what a meal plan looks like. I said, you go to the grocery store once a week. You look in your refrigerator. You look in your cupboards and you think, okay, I need this, this, and this. I said, you decide, what am I going to eat next week? And you decide, okay, I'm going to have pasta one day. I'm going to have a meatloaf one day. I'm going to have you know, a chicken one day, you decide what you're going to eat. You buy those items that you don't already have and use a crock pot. Good God. People come home from work after working eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours. Nobody feels like cooking. Take a Saturday morning or whatever morning and take two hours. Throw the pasta, throw the sauce, make your spaghetti sauce. You know, mix your meatloaf. Don't bake it. Take that meatloaf, shove it in the freezer, make that, you know, pot of pot, you know, pot of pasta sauce, take half of it and put it in the freezer, put the other half in the refrigerator. So you have a meal, you know, you're going to have a meal ready for tomorrow, a chicken. All right. Put it in a crock pot of a morning before you leave for work, salt, pepper, little bit of water. You can throw, you know, cut up some onion, carrot, potato, whatever, put that in the crock pot, put it on low, high, whatever. When you come from, from work after eight, nine hours, whatever, it, 
it seals the juices in number one and number two, you don't have to do a lot of work now after working eight, exactly. nine, 10, 11, 12 hours. Okay. You can do that with a roast. You can do that with a lot of things. And that's what meal planning looks like. So they cut their grocery bill from $1,500 a month down to $700 a month. It put money in their pocket where they can mm. put it in savings or they can invest it or whatever it is they want to do with it. So they made the adjustment simply because I came in with a laser pointer or a magnifying glass. But the win for a coach is, is me coming in, enlightening you, showing you what it is, where the money's going, and then you decide where you want to make the adjustments. That is such a win situation for me. Wow. Wow. And wow. <laughs> okay. So like, She's sitting here telling us this and oh my gosh, I, you, you know, it's kind of, how can I put it? It's one of those things you kind of know it, but until you hear someone say it, it's like, Ooh, we all need to do better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen. Okay. Now you have books out. Yes. You have books out and they're available on your website, but they're also on Amazon. Yes, ma'am. So no one, in other words, you can get this information how you want to have it. If you want to see Karen or meet with Karen or, you know, have a, a session with her, you can do that. But if you're one of those people that are like, hey, you know what, I just need the book or I need the book and a session, you know, you can do that. What is the name of your books or some of them? Certainly. Money Matters is a great book. Uh, and the reason I called it Money Matters is two reasons. First of all, money does matter. You have to have money to live. So that's one reason I called it Money Matters. The second reason I called it Money Matters is because that book entails matters of money. How do you demolish debt? What are the steps that you need to do? What does a budget look like? How do you budget? How do you begin making a budget? How often do you make a budget and how do you do it? How do you build wealth? What are some ways you can simply build wealth even with small amounts of money? And then I also talk about your mind. What are you thinking on? And what are your words? See, thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits, and habits become a way of life. So are you thinking, yeah, I want to get out of debt, but your words are saying, oh, I'll never get out of debt. Listen, everything within your being, watch what you're saying. I, I have an entire chapter on that. And so uh, that's one book, Money Matters. Another book is Money, Money Nuggets. It has different quotes, quips and quotes in it that gets you thinking about money. I uh, have a devotional called 31 Days to a Greater Understanding of Money. Hence, that was my first book. That's the reason why the title's too long. <laughs> and then the fourth book is You Can Do It. I am an avid real estate investor. That book uh, talks about real estate investing, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it, uh, whether it's rentals, whether it's flipping, whether you're buying houses from a realtor or an auction, all of that information is in there as well. Nice, nice. Guys, you know the drill. All of her information will be in the show notes as well 
as links and the titles to her books. So you can't say that you don't know. And I think honestly, Karen, I'm going to have to get that devotional. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm like a devotional junkie. Um, <laughs> me too. They help me a lot. <laughs> so I definitely, I definitely want to look into that one um, for myself. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you so much. I mean, I've learned a lot. I've been surprised about a lot. I've learned a lot. I've laughed. I've done done a little bit of everything. And I have to say thank you again for not being the financial Nazi. Oh, thank you. Hey, it was my pleasure, Queen Pen. I really enjoyed it. So guys, again, make sure you're checking out her stuff and... Thank you. Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. And if you missed part one, definitely go back and check it out. But as always, guys, her information is definitely in the show notes. So you won't miss a thing. And as always, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. And you are now listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queenpin.